Welcome everyone to another episode of the Warm Up. I'm here with the guys. This is me, man, Chris Wave. We got Deuce. We got Reg in the building. We have Kev RL. Say what's up to the people who are joining and tune in this episode, guys. What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining. What's up? What's up? Hey, it's good to be back. Cool, cool, cool. I'm, I, I, you was back last week, but you know. Thanks for, being, back thanks for being consistent. Thanks for being consistent. Good to be back for the you, first you, time. You're you a two game winning streak. You're you a two week winning streak. First time this week. Okay, okay. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, and if this is your first time listening to us, man. This is a place where we talk about sports, current events, and things in between through the lens of black culture. Uh, yeah, we just talk about sports, man. You catch us every Wednesday here, man, on YouTube. You can always catch us on the audio side of the platform, uh, podcast platform that you are already tuned into, whether that's Apple, Spotify, Anchor. Google Podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, check us out there, and you know, check us out on the the social media side of things, man. Instagram, Twitter, the underscore warm up underscore pod, Reddit. I mean, sorry, TikTok. The dot is it the dot warm up dot pod? Okay. Yep. All right. So I got a lot of names were taken on TikTok. A lot of names were taken. Well, it may be banned. So, you know, (laughs) (laughs) we'll see. We'll see. So, and then uh, finally, catch us on the Discord and Reddit, Grindhouse NTWK uh, for the Reddit, and then Grindhouse Network, which is a searchable community domain server on Discord. If if you're familiar with Discord, you know how it works. So, just search for us. It's a public uh, searchable domain. Uh, or server room. We talk about, you know, sports and unrelated stuff also. So feel free to check us out there. And anything else you guys want to add? I think you hit on them notes, man. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. Cool, cool, cool. Well, let's jump right into it. School is out for the athletes of all the respective college game, uh, colleges who actually had, you know, college teams playing in the the NCAA tournament and you know both men and women again I think both of them were excited I think for the men's side of things everyone's bracket was broken from the first day (laughs) and you know the women's usually are overshadowed by the men but this year the women took the crown like they were the most exciting tournament to watch and the championship game was uh, very entertaining, right? So, you know, the the Iowa, what were the Eagles? Raptors, what do they call themselves? Hawkeyes. Haw- okay. Hawkeyes, Hawkeyes. Yeah, I knew it was a bird. I knew it was a bird. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Iowa Hawkeyes went up against the LSU Tigers. And there was a lot of chirping. There was a lot of passion. And, you know, <laughs> LSU, LSU ended up, you know, coming away with the win, a very convincing win. It was a 102 to 85, something like that. And so, yeah. as, as you know, people who are passionate about their, their craft, there's some, some celebratory moments and, and uh, Caitlin Clark was involved in both of them. Uh, one end, she she did it on the final four, I believe, or elite eight. I think she, mm-hmm. I think it was the final four game. Final four, it was final when four. she was going um, when they're going to the championship. Here, I've been here, but I've been here about that all season, not just final four. But yeah. that was one instance. Yeah, yeah, but, but this is yeah, yeah, this is the instance that we're going to focus on only because it, it, it has a tie-in. So. You know, she did her John Cena, you can't see me. You know what I mean? She, I probably couldn't see it because she was out here dropping threes on you <laughs> from, from a new, different area code. And so, 
you know, championship game. Everything was almost signed, sealed, and delivered, and and Angel Reese came through with the same sentiments, and Twitter went viral. It just went on, just spread like wildfire. Everyone had something to say, and of course, you know, the people who are, you know, uh, doesn't like that much melanin, melanin in their taunting, they were saying it was a disgrace, and you know, <laughs> it was a disgrace to the sport. She's classless, things of that nature, and you more know. cream on my coffee, please. <laughs> so, so yeah, so obviously this caught even more fire, and nothing, nothing against Caitlin Clark because I think she put out a statement recently saying that you know I, you know I'm a I'm a big fan of Angel, and you know I'm passionate and. You know, I didn't take anything personal. We in the heat of the, heat of the moment, and that's a battle. That's what we do. We, we, we talk trash. That's just kind of par for the course. So uh, it didn't really seem like there was any any personal animosity. But again, she's kind of got kind of swooped up in this this whirlpool of uh, America, uh, a microcosm of America, right? So, so yeah. Uh, so let's just kick it off, man. What you know, to me, it was kind of a a, a very blatant level of hypocrisy, and people kind of. You know, took their sides, picked up their pitchforks. So I'm assuming we'll be all on the same side of things, meaning that like we both thought this all was just ridiculous and it's very hypocritical. But um, mm-hmm. let me extend a little bit further. What's probably the most upsetting part about this whole like backlash, where you know, injuries being a African American woman getting all the flack for something that uh, her white constituent did did with you know way more fervor. So, uh, I'll I, I, I start off with you, Deuce, man, with, with your Oakland. Is that Oakland? City of Oakland? You know it's Oakland. Oh, you know okay. the town, baby. Oh, okay. You know the town. You know okay. why? Because we back, man. Andrew Wiggins is coming back this week. That's a whole other topic for another week. But, yo, I'm feeling the vibe, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, I kick it off with you, man. What you got to say about this whole hypocrisy, man? What's upsetting to you? Or does it even upset you? Maybe you're just, like, used to it. Maybe you know. <laughs> You know it's both. I think two things can be true, man. I, I'm not shocked by it. I'm not shocked by it at all. And I think that's the scary part, right? Because we've been seeing this for so long. Uh, the thing that's killing to me, when events like this happen, normally there's a time, and that's time has happened. Bruh, Caitlin did this just a few days ago, right? And now, when Angel does it, it's an issue. So you have the two side-by-side comparisons. And it's this color. I know some people say it's color and gender. Some gender is in there, but just sticking on the, the color line, Caitlyn was praised for being a fierce competitor. All the adjectives were great. Kind of like how they describe athletes, right? You're a white athlete, you're intelligent, you have a feel for the game. It's all of these, uh, the adjectives are all mental. Black athletes, it's, oh, he or she is strong and muscular, you know. Look at the look at their size, you know, it's all physical. Uh, talk about athleticism. Athleticism, yeah, very athletic, right? <laughs> Just a dumb boot out there jumping around, right? Um, <laughs> this is something I'm mad. I'm mad at it's so blatant and so obvious, and yet people still choose to admit it. But it's right in your face. Last shot, still frustrating. Um, I hate it for injuries because she had a phenomenal game, put down another double double. I think she leads the most in women's college basketball. Um, her footwork is amazing. Things we should be talking about. Her footwork and patience for the game is phenomenal. Uh, Clark's range is sensational, right? 
but we're not. We're talking about uh, the gestures that were made in competition. When we play street ball, people talk trash, man. It, it motivates you. gets the blood going, man. It's part of sport. You want to dominate. I just hate that it's so in your face. It's so... The time is back to back and people still choose to have a blind eye, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I, I'll just let, let, let that be where it is. Let, let's see where it is, man. Red, what you got? Uh, like y'all talked about, man, there's a lot of layers. There definitely is the the, the layer of women because, it, you know, we saw it happen with Serena. Like these male athletes can be out here getting upset. They're passionate. You're in the game. You're focused. Things aren't going your way. You might be angry when you do it. Oh, man, you know, he's a fierce competitor. That person's a fierce competitor. Seems like we, we we try to overlay the way that women respond in the sport. We don't let them have the same freedoms that we do other athletes. Mm-hmm. So that that's the first layer. And then, like you say, the gender. I've been hearing about Caitlin Clark doing this kind of stuff all season. That's been the story, and I'm just I'm here for it. I'm happy. Okay, like it brings excitement to the game. Uh, you know, the, the they asked the coach after about it, and she's like, I don't know anything about that. Like you you were talking about the speed of things. After they in the same game press conference, they were talking about the social media blowing up. Like right after the game, like things happen so much quicker now. There are like, mm. but you know, Tara, she's like, I'm not on social media. That don't bother me. Like, let's talk about. I heard our tickets were more expensive than the men's. Like, let's talk about that. There's so many things that we should be talking about, but instead we're talking about this. He mm. had this clown Keith Olbermann who used to be over at ESPN. So I, I think he has some experience with sports. You know, he tried to cop out and said. I don't follow basketball at the men, women's, professional, or college level, so I didn't know. Because they like, bro, Caitlin's been doing this all season, so to he apologized for the backlash, claiming he didn't know, which is fair. Like it's the championship game. Maybe he didn't see the other things, but maybe do some research before you comment and come so hard about how somebody's <clears throat> an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like it just seems. Oh, wait, he called her. He called Angel Reese an idiot. Uh, effing idiot in yeah. class. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> What was he one of the main? Because I I didn't watch after the game. I, I watched segments of it. Was he um, one of the main commentators? Is he a color commentator? He's not a commentator. He used to be on ESPN. He's just okay. This on, is just like this podcast or like Zillary just show. on okay. just on Twitter. No, just on Twitter. Just oh, okay. Saw it pop up in his time, like and, and, and reacted like that. He just he just jumped uh, all the way out the gate with no contact. He just saw it. I don't like it. And then he came back. He's like, oh well, I don't think any of them should do it. Da, da, da. I don't like it, but. It just seems like I don't know what it is. You know, we, we say race. It's hard to, to know what is what, but like how people come out the woodwork and just feel like I got to correct this thing I seen right now. You see people taunt like if I don't know what sport he covered, if he don't watch college, I don't know what he was doing when he was at ESPN, to be honest. If he said he don't watch anything. They do it in hockey. They do it in they, they do it in lacrosse, for God's sake. People I just want to interject. Go ahead. I want to one one thing, man. He said the race that is hard to dissect is that. I don't know if y'all remember when Baker Mayfield. Um, I think it was, it was college. Mm-hmm. Uh, he won a game and he took the Oklahoma flag and stabbed it in the middle of that other team's field. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what team it was. It was a rivalry game. Oklahoma must have been Texas Tech or somebody. Um, and he stabbed it down there. Everybody was praising him for that. Yeah. Praising them, competitors, Gerard, the Bakers, he's white, you know, we all know that. I, said, I, I, I just, I feel like we know what it is. It's, it's pretty yeah. That's the only thing I wanted to say. Yeah. 
but like when somebody says oh i don't watch the sport i'm talking about i i don't know what's the motivator for you to not something's never been on your radar but you saw a black woman still celebrating and he just i gotta get on twitter and say something for something i never watched I, I, it's hard it's hard for me to identify where does that come from yep. you're gonna say oh it wasn't raised right that's just gonna be his response I'm sorry I didn't know but what motivated you you never it didn't pop up on your radar when Caitlin was doing it and we know white athletes typically like have a broader audience a broader appeal yeah. like 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 so for whatever reason that never came on your radar and then this just popped up and you just I don't watch yeah. this. I'm so invested. I got to say something. Activated his energy. <laughs> you know what I mean? His inner <laughs> For this thing that, I, uh, that I'm saying I have no interest in, I need to correct this. Like, why are you so invested, sir? So I, I don't get it. And then to make matters worse, another layer on top of that, we talk about race and we talk about gender and we talk about how, you know, there's the backlash. We shouldn't have things like affirmative action and things like that. Here we go. We should everything should be merit based. The winners win. Here goes Joe Biden. We should invoke both of them. Invite <laughs> both of them. Well, Jill, Jill Biden. Jill, Jill Biden. Yeah. 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 Uh, we should invite both of them. Like uh, it's a meritocracy until it's not. But it always seems to happen. Again, it's hard to separate when it's race or not. But we're gonna break tradition when the black player wins over the white player. It just it just seems you know the time is not great. Yeah, uh, that was my synopsis of it. But I, I wish I would have saw the game. It seemed like it was a great game. That's and phenomenal. Caitlin's been cooking all season, so shout out to both of them. Uh, let's see, let's see where this goes for both of them. Cool, cool, cool. All right, Cam, what you got? Man, I don't have too much to add to that. I think what needs to be said was said. But shout out to both of them. Like, like, like Red just said. I think both of them were balling. I didn't mm-hmm. watch the game, but I saw the highlights. No extended highlights. So I felt like I saw enough of how the game was flowing and how they were performing. To me, at the end of the day on the court, like we've heard from Caitlin, it's just athletes. We just ballers out here, we balling. And the public is the one that came and blew this whole thing out of proportion. You can't claim ignorance for anything in this situation. You can't say, oh, I don't watch it, but I saw this, like what Red was saying. I feel like that goes out the window. You can't even come like oh well i only saw this little piece if you only see that little piece but have nothing to say wait until you see more of the picture instead of trying to speak up real quick um this other guy dave portnoy from from bar stews he called a a piece of ish like really though you don't know me you don't know me from this one particular expression an expression that someone previously did and you have nothing to say about them to all the way to this level 10 i'm a piece of ish now just like that like that's the most frustrating part to me is how how aggressive and how passionate people are about what she did is that really though where's all this passion coming from where's all this animosity coming from Mm -hmm. and we we knew we kind of know where it is but it's upsetting to see it constantly be reaffirmed it's like we keep trying to tell y'all what the situation is but then y'all want to act blind like nah they ain't no they ain't nothing wrong here it's, it's just you know we all want people now we ain't want people when these kind of situations come up you show us right here look the evidence right you provided the evidence there <laughs> is the evidence so it's like don't come back and say nothing about we all want people and they ain't no difference and y'all just over exaggerating or, or y'all mistaking the situation it ain't really a race thing nah 
y'all y'all keep showing us over and over that it is a race thing y'all keep showing us over and over it is a gender thing y'all keep showing us over and over that y'all hold double standards so it's frustrating to me when the evidence is clear as day you yourself is proving it but then want to have something else to say when somebody's trying to make a point towards the fact that there's some prejudice existing Mm-hmm. Like now, nah, man, bonfire to that. Like y'all, y'all admit was what at least, at least admit to yourself that this situation side by side had a different response. You explain it to me that if I if if I if I'm wrong with the explanation, please enlighten me because I'm willing to listen. Yeah, and I I think that's another component that you just brought up. It's like it's one thing when we you know pros get trash talk, but you're talking about young black females like. Or even just young females like a grown man came on and said yo you're a piece of shit like we got kids we got daughters like that's 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 how you react that's how you came in and conducted yourself that's crazy Ugly. yeah Ugly. that's crazy yeah Ugly. <clears throat> which is ridiculous right like Ooh, uh, I, I mean, I can't add much more to what you guys are already added because I mean at this point we just add more more seasoning to the to the gumbo so i i'm not gonna over season the gumbo however you know uh yeah it, it is i i will agree that a lot of it is a a snapshot again i mean we've had how many data points have we had throughout the the 200 years the three, i don't know 1776 years that we've had you know it, it, as as a country right i mean we, we we both know we all know i think there's a lot of people who do know there's a lot of people who don't know unfortunately that sucks that's, a, that's unfortunate for them and <clears throat> i don't see how you can especially as a as a i mean fine if you if you were a person who just a blue collar laborer somewhere in you know alabama somewhere backwater alabama Fine, whatever if you're a media guy yes i did say that i did say that but if you're a media that's guy right. like, why that state, that's i why mean because alabama like got a lot of backs they got a lot of backs like it's, like a multi, it's a it's like a it's like a multi Tennessee it's a multi-back state it's a multi-back state you, you okay with that <laughs> I'm I mean, I mean, aside from Birmingham, what do you guys have? Huntsville, bro. Okay, two. Mobile, Alabama. Mobile, Alabama. Anyone nah, wants to go? Uh, anything else? <laughs> Tuscaloosa, Alabama. See what I'm saying? I mean, I rest my case. I rest my case. I mean, at least Florida has Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Orlando, Tampa Bay, Jacksonville, Gainesville. We have Nashville. We have Knoxville. Memphis, Nashville and Memphis, the Great Smoky Done. Mountains of Chattanooga. Done. Like you see, like Done. every every state, every city has. They got, a, they got, they got Usher. We got Usher. We got Isaac Hayes. Wait, wait, you got wait, you got what what mountains? <laughs> what mountains? <laughs> what mountain range you got? The Great Smoky Mountains, the Great Appalachian Mountains. Okay. Anyway, so see, that's okay, what I, I said. I that's, yeah, I know what it is. I know my state. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, thanks for thanks for taking me off the tangent though. But anyway, like Alabama. Backwood somewhere, you know. So, um, <clears throat> as I was saying, like, I, you know, I can understand if it was someone doesn't really watch it, they plugged into the wrong kind of like media outlets, they see this, they just jump on the bandwagon, you know, with the pitchforks. But you, a, you a media guy, like, this is what you do. Like, a, a, like even as, 
even as a uh, from an occupational i want to be ethical or kind of like do the, the the due process yo you're not even doing that bro you're just coming out here and then you're you know saying what you're saying it, it doesn't really it doesn't really look good i would say um but you know again i uh, uh, people are quick to jump on twitter or spend their speak their thoughts about things and it's easy to talk ill of of cultures that you don't understand and i mean maybe you don't understand basketball culture maybe you don't understand you know women culture. i don't know what it is because i'm not even gonna say black because i don't understand black culture but this is not even the black culture thing because because caitlin did it right so it's a basketball culture thing and you just was you yep. you were so you were so plugged into whatever you gets you triggered that you just you know just say what you're gonna say uh but but yeah um it's unfortunate. I would just say it's unfortunate for Caitlin and and all of LSU for the first national championship to have this as a as a you know more of a trending topic than them actually winning that first championship. But mm-hmm. you know, anytime you're the first of anything, and and there's some there's some melanin in there. We we know we we know. Um, it's it's always gonna be like, oh look at this person here. He's dancing, he's dancing around the home run plate. Look at him. It's just a disgrace to the game. <laughs> like what? So uh more of the same. Uh this is just what America is and and you know it's 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 ingrained in the blood. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna take four hundred years to get that get that thing sliced out and spliced and for, you know, to, to where we don't have that anymore. So um yeah, so that's that's kind of my take on it. Uh, anything else y'all, y'all want to add? Or I can, I got some other questions too about this, but just uh, I, I just want to give a I want to give a shout out to uh, Sam Jackson's reply to Keith Olbermann on Twitter because Sam Jackson is cool with uh, LSU star guard Jasmine Carson, who's been lost in all of this, uh, just because her play phenomenal. Uh, she, she was LSU's point leader. The woman shot. 83% from three point. Mm-hmm. But um, like unheard of. But uh he responded by saying, I'm not gonna cuss on uh on you, but thanks for reminding us what little the energy actually is, Keith. So wow. classic reply from uh the GOAT Samuel L. Jackson to Keith Holman. Yeah, yeah. So um I mean so I I know Reg touched on a little bit, man, but you know, Jill Biden is is tone deaf as you know as opportunistic as you as she is she found a way to be even more tone deaf and just kind of add fuel to the fire. It was like, hey, you know, all this backlash. LSU, congratulations. Can y'all can we invite Iowa to to the White House? Can, can, she can, said she was gonna she was gonna ask Joe to invite them. Can, can, can we can we can we get some uh, second place runner ups into the White House? I mean, we've never done this before ever in the White House. You know, history, right? Just be like, let's let's bring both contestants to the <laughs> to the carpet. Uh, I, I thought we were, I thought we were America, man. You know, America, which is like you know, we celebrate winners, people who are you know uh, number one, people who are masters of their craft, and and in this instance, it's like, can we get some second place people too? We we okay with second place. Um, I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's a again. It's a. It's a melon. Not enough melon. It's too much melon, and then and they need to you know, dilute it a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how how tone deaf again opportunistic. 
how tone deaf is this move for Jill Biden? Hopefully, Joe is just like reading the post, ask Brock on the side, like, <laughs> hey, should we or shouldn't we? This, I'm getting, I hear a lot of this stuff on that Twitter stuff. Right, so, what, what do you think? What are your thoughts? Should I, should I? Don't. Joe was asleep when that happened, man. <laughs> <laughs> She's supposed to consult. Why she ain't consult Michelle? What you? What would you do, Michelle? Like, <laughs> I wish you would ask Michelle. Michelle would be like, really? <laughs> really? Anybody, anybody, please. So the phone a friend. That was that was crazy. Um, it's bad for multiple reasons. Like, what does that look like? You know, we we let, we talk about zero sun game and, and and whatnot, but you invite both teams. You know, granted. It's a it's it's an honor to go to the White House regardless, but now how however many people are on the team and the staff and all that was it like 22, 30 people or something. Mm-hmm. Now that's like sixty people. There's only so much time in a day. It's only one visit. So you're diminishing the experience of the winners for what? And you know, that's that's also what privilege looks like. Okay, you lost, but you get to go anyway, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's hard. Like, do you blame it, them if they do go? It, of course you're not going to protest to it it's like it's a chance to go to the White House so it, it's, it is tone death and, and you know like Kev was saying it's, it's a slap in the face it, it's something that you know we know exists and you know it's it's kind of like oh no this doesn't happen and it's just in our face it's gaslighting on so yeah. it, Bro, it, like, the, the statement though <clears throat> I'm going to read it in its entirety I know we have the champions coming to the White House it's from Jill Mm-hmm. We always do. So we hope LSU will come, the first lady said. But it's always the but. When people say stuff, it's always the but. No disrespect. But, <laughs> no disrespect. I everything you just said. <laughs> You're amazing. But out the window. You really about to hit the truth now. But you know, I'm going to tell Joe. I'm going to tell Joe. I'm going to tell Joe, I think Iowa should come too because they're playing such an outstanding game. I'm going to go over to the other tab real quick. Chris, you mentioned this in the beginning. The score was 102 to 85. <laughs> 102 to 85. Speak on what? it. Wow, <laughs> said the game, sis. What you talking about? Yeah. The 30 points from Caitlin. The, the, the <laughs> amazing shoot. That's, the that's, that's it. And oh, like Caitlin, man. You said the team played an outstanding <laughs> game. She don't want. She don't want to go under that. Under that. Um. Under that whole umbrella of. Come on, man. Like you. You're an athlete. You understand exactly who. Who gets this opportunity? You yeah. don't want no pity patty. You don't want to be like, no, nah, I want to earn it. I want to earn it. I want to go there under a, a banner that says, "Hey, I won," or some other event or some other reason you want to invite me there. But don't don't invite me there because you feel what sorry for me or something. Like, keep that, please. That's true, but in reality, in real life, we know how that works. If they're just like, you know what, Steph, you beat LeBron, but. We gonna give LeBron the max contract too. Who's gonna turn down the money? Who's gonna turn down the opportunity to go to the White House? Connections, rub those shoulders, and get in those networks. And that's again, that's what privilege looks like. Just there's been some teams that turn it down, man. But mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, oh, I yeah, but that's because yeah, it, that yeah, Trump. yeah, um, they didn't want to make those connections. But like, it's not unfavorable to to make connections with Jill and Joe. They're not they're not seen the same way. So it, it, no, it, it ain't a bad thing, but it depends on what you want to stand for at that time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm just saying, like we know how we, you know, hey, that guy's been doing great work, but we're gonna give you the job. You know, we're not we for whatever reason culture fit. We don't want to give him that promotion. How many people are like, you know what? 
he really deserved it. We just know how the game goes. That's, that's, that's all I'm saying. I understand what you're saying on principle. That's what that's how it should be. But we just know that's sure. how it, just that's, certain, yeah. certain times your principle will override other yeah. things. Right now we're yeah. talking about money situation with contracts yeah. and everything. So usually money is king in a lot yeah. of situations. But I don't mean everybody's a sellout. Yeah, yeah. You know Some people mean? will make that. Some people will make that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make that decision. Like, hey, I, you know, I didn't earn it. I don't want to be there. Like, some people definitely do that. Yeah. And you know what? Also, it, it unfairly puts more pressure on Angel Reese, man. Because now mm-hmm. she gonna LSU. One is LSU gonna show. Two, if they show, is Angel gonna show? She said she's gonna be. The killer thing is she's gonna be mom no matter what she does. So I just hope she does whatever feels good to her at the mm-hmm. time. You know. Um, but yeah, that's one more statement. The, the White House Secretary. This is a job I wish I would. I don't wish upon anybody. My worst enemy. I would never want you to be the White House Secretary, press secretary. Here's what they say, uh, lady. So the press secretary for the first lady later clarified Biden's comments, Jill Biden's comments on Tuesday, and said, "Quotations: They were intended to apply the historic game and all women athletes." I'm sorry. Excuse me. Are, are you inviting all 64 teams? I'm trying to, trying to figure out what part of this. What? They're not women? Because <laughs> that's the thing. Like, there was, a lot of, there was a lot of good games leading up to the games. Do you invite yeah. the final four? Do you invite yeah, the final weird. eight? Do you invite the yeah. final 16? Do we invite the entire 64? Do we invite all the women? If you're a woman Zoom athlete, call. just roll call. Everybody show up. <laughs> Raise you your hand if you're So we're just gonna take a picture of the planet from a satellite and put that on the wall. All the other winners. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I too am a woman. Uh, <laughs> I, I only thing I would say about this is, um, and and again, this is really more so of my i mean we, we've already kind of talked about it but like if if anyone wants to see how what it takes for the black woman or a black person or non-caucasian person to do to achieve the same level of success as a white person all you gotta do is look at this i got second place and i get to enjoy the same fruits of the labor as a person who was the best Mm-hmm. It, that's that's all I really had to say on that. Jill Biden is 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 tone deaf, uh, but I'm mm-hmm. not surprised. Um, you know, again, and I think you said who 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 was who was in her here, or something like that. Like who was out there? Somebody should have been there here. She should have called. Somebody, somebody. Yeah, like, anybody, anybody. That's the first question what I had think? too. Like, what did she talk to? I, 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 the, the, the did same she people drop who... the tweet herself? Do they do they write their own tweets? The teammate was like, "Yo, I don't know, Joe." <laughs> no, he was just like, "Joe, that ain't it, Joe." Yeah, Elon let that go through. <laughs> <laughs> Elon, he wants all the smoke. That's more more views on Twitter. It's, I'm like, yes. <laughs> so this is, is not me. It's so not you me. guys, you guys don't know this. This is a very unrelated. Like two separate events, but very interesting on how this looks, right? So we just talked about how number two again is getting the same treatment, the same the same awards, right? In North Carolina, I don't know if you guys heard of this. North North Carolina, the Republicans are looking to uh, draft a bill that will ban participation trophies because. Mm. 
is the 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 state senator Bobby Hanig Hanig says what we're not teaching our two children what we're not teaching our children is to be prepared for life be prepared for failure how ironic is this I don't know I, I thought that was very ironic how you yes, know uh on one side it's like well you know let them come too. Sure, they lost. They didn't. They didn't. They're not winners. Sure, they lost. But mm-hmm. give give them some of that participation. Give them that trophy too, right? And then on the other side, it's like we should ban participation trophies. They should be ready for failure. Blah blah blah. Whatever, whatever. So I just thought that was very interesting. I, uh, I think the Republicans are looking at the Democrats. Oh, look what the Democrats did. <laughs> they do the opposite. Yeah. So <laughs> so so to be fair, even better, right? So this probably was came out this probably happened like it happened over this weekend uh i see mm-hmm. like this article here says april 2nd wow it could have been it could have been <laughs> i wouldn't put it past him man I, I, you know but but objectively speaking i've always hated the participation trophies i, I never understood it because like you said it prepares you for if you're going to continue with sports even amateur sports right it prepares you to take that loss of how to deal with it. And when we talk about sportsmanship, it's uh, not exploding when you lose. Have passion. Don't explode, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, I agree with that. Even though I think North Carolina's Congress should be focused on bigger issues, but however, yeah, yes, please. What do you say? Yeah, yeah, sure. A win, a win, a win. <laughs> Tax money at work. on the right issues. That ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be another few years before we focus on the right issues. Participation trophies on TikTok, bro. I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, I, I just want to throw that in. That's all. That's all I had to contribute to this whole. That's interesting. Uh, to, to the Jill Biden thing, because obviously. That's yeah. self-explanatory, but um, on a lighter note, man, let's just kind of make uh, end off on a positive note uh, and shine a light on what you know the positive outcomes that come out of this situation, right? So, the championship game was the most viewed game ever by in W, uh, well, either tournament or NCAA. WNBA. I'm sorry, W uh, college women college uh, tournament history, right? So, I, I want to say like it drew an all-time high of was 11.5 at one point 11.5 viewers um and it it averaged about nine 9.9 about 10 million viewers would tune in which you know again i, I want to say this that was higher than the men's so yeah i think yeah, so yeah. and then she said they sold she said they sold out and uh the coach is bringing up like hey we sold out and taylor swift's in town <laughs> yeah Nah, she wasn't coming for it. She was just like, despite Taylor Swift being there, she was just throwing. She just she saying, just hey, hey, by these comparison. are all the reasons we should be celebrating. Yeah, like, she was putting the I focus think, in the right place. I think it's good also for the sport, any sport, when you have new blood coming to the championship uh, levels. Man, LSU number one. Mm-hmm. I mean, Iowa. I can't remember the last time they've been this far. Women's basketball, if it wasn't Pat Summit in Tennessee, if it wasn't, uh, I forget his name, uh, UConn, or in South Carolina recently was done, I didn't know these other teams. So it's good to see that new blood get in there, different styles of play. Um, Andrew coming in as a star, uh, Clark coming in as a star. And once again, I want to give a shout out, Jasmine Carson, man. Like, 
all in in the big game. And she's still with all this attention about the John Cena thing, the ring pointing. Um, it's still overlooked. The game is still overlooked. What she did for the championship game, come on, man, phenomenal. Yeah. So, so looking forward, do you think this is a turning point for women's sports, women WNBA uh, and, and women college sports? Because, I mean, just it was just like three, four years ago, we was, they were talking about the differences and how men's college tournament how they're treated like their amenities and then like like their locker rooms and then like the women locker rooms which was like home and away it was <laughs> it was dallas cowboy stadium and uh you know the oh, I, I don't know what's oracle arena which which you know not saying anything bad about that but you know it's a little dated it's a little dated last, it's a little dated you a last chance you stadium <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, but do you think that this is going to be a turning point uh, seeing how this garnered so much attention hopefully that like flows over to the WNBA because we did see this with if you guys remember this, well, maybe you don't this is kind of what they, the NBA needed right the Magic Johnson Larry Bird championship game Magic won it flowed over into the, w, into the NBA now the NBA is pushing Magic and Bird Magic and Bird Magic and Bird all late 70s and 80s right so that's why you got the Showtime Lakers and the Boston Celtics why they hate each other right so but like do you guys think that this is going to be something that's going to snowball into a positive you know uh, situation and uptick for women basketball and also women's sports in general that's uh, tough. Well, maybe I'm funny. maybe I'm just it's funny. It's funny you said that because it just reminds me of like um, watching the the winning time show. How like even though uh, uh, Magic won, the, the the focus, the Golden Boy was Bird. Yeah. <laughs> who was getting drafted first? Who was yep. like uh, who was getting the opportunities, the looks? Who was favorite for MVP? Every all the attention was on Bird. So, uh, but. To go back to the positive note, I, I was going to say before you even brought up this point, just both, I can't wait to see both of them in the WNBA, the energy they bring. Uh, and then the talent, like you, you mentioned, the, other, the, the point guard, like the talent level is there, but also just that energy to make it exciting. Like people want to watch it. They want to see the drama. That's why we watch the NBA, a high level of talent, but also, you know, the the personalities and, and seeing, seeing people perform on the biggest stage. So I think it will get pushed. I think we'll see that you know if they end up on different teams or even if they're on the same team it'll be brought up about those moments in the NCAA and that energy just build up we still got a we still got a minute Angel's a sophomore uh, Clark's a, a junior uh, so we still got a minute so we still got at least one more year um, college basketball player in this and Chris I hope you're right because I was looking at the the plays and the talent just in that championship game well, a lot of crisp passes. I like the, the the details in the game. You can see that footwork, crisp passes, timing, play development, patience. Right? You see all those details in that championship game that that I like. Um, the shots. I remember watching games from back in the day. The form was drastically different. We look at Caitlin's shot. Look at Carson's shot. It was crisp. It was fast. It was quick. Um, I think it's a wait and see. This could just be an outlier with these two teams and they're different around them. And definitely carry over the next season with these teams. Um, I think it's a wait and see. I do think 
girls are playing the sport earlier in age, longer, so they're coming into college with more talent. So we'll see. I hope so. So in the in the um, NCAA, do typically play all four years, like for men's. I don't know the CBA rules for WNBA like that. Okay, yeah. I was just wondering because you said they had some more time. Huh? They do have more time. They have to be at least twenty-two before they could apply for the draft. It, it, it's definitely different than the NCAA. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Okay, because because Caitlin's is twenty-one for for NBA. No, no, Caitlin's is twenty-one. Twenty-one, yeah, yeah. And certain amount of the years, or all have graduated, one of the others have graduated, or you're there 22 years old. This is all WNBA rules, not not NBA. WNBA, yeah. Oh, okay. And Angel was saying that that's because of the, you know, just the the money situation, the fact that you don't have as much money as the NBA, so you're not trying to rush too many people into those slots because slots are limited. Trying to keep the high world a bit slower. Hopefully that changes. Yeah, that future. makes sense. That makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with, I'm with Deuce on this one. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that it, it is, but people are so finicky when it comes to um, the market and products and, mm-hmm. and hype for a product. One day you're on it, next time you're off it. It, it could be an outlier, or it could be a momentum builder. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bad thing that these, these, these two at least are not in the same conference where we would see them after actually. Oh, man. Can you imagine that? That would, have been, that would have been much more like mentioned with Bird and Magic. You know, that's something that we expect to see them at least a couple of times throughout the season mm-hmm. facing one another and again in the playoffs. With, with college and sports, again, these are teams we haven't really seen here before, so they have to do all this process to get back there again. Some people are impatient, you know what I mean? They might tune in and watch a regular game where Caitlin isn't playing, you know, Reese isn't playing, and they're like, I don't think watching this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, the Tiger Wood effect. <laughs> yeah, you know, you just, you just never know, man. But I'm, I'm with Deuce on the, on, on the the quality of the game. To me, was much better than what I've seen way in the past. And I say way in the past because I haven't really kept up with, with, <clears throat> with, with, with um, basketball or NWCA in, in general, college sports in general. And from the highlights, from what I'm seeing, the passing, what I'm seeing, it definitely is more on par with what what's entertaining to my eyes you know that the eye test was definitely something that that drew me in so i'm i'm, I'm willing to you know tune in more now and and, and see what's going on mm-hmm. but yeah, these are two stars man who have who had a huge following prior to the to the to the championship i know caitlin she was featured on several you know cha- stations espn i heard steph I, I really got to know her through steph you know, Steph. Steph made a comment about her and talking about her range and her fearlessness. And I was like, well, "What are you talking about?" And you know, he said her name. I was like, "Okay, let me check her out." So, there definitely were some reasons why we got this huge following for 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 this particular matchup. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it, it transfers. That that'd be the hope. That'd be the goal. <clears throat> I mean, see, we got flowers from Sue Bird. Who- I mean, people might not remember, but Sue Bird was a phenomenal yeah, yeah. college. Her and Oh my God, that backcourt was unstoppable. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yep, two of my favorites. Big names. Hmm? Yep. I see, yeah, big names. Those are big names. You know, you know, yeah. you know them. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah. I don't know, man. I hope, I hope this, this trend continues. You know, again, like I said, it's, there's so many 
people who really want them to succeed and people are really investing in women basketball and women's sports in general. So, you know, I, uh, the only thing they're missing is the viewership, the engagement, the the people who, I, like someone, I think someone mentioned, like, yo, do you know anyone wearing a WNBA jersey on the streets? Like, you don't know anyone, right? Not even the women. I'm not even, not to blame women, not saying it's women's fault. But, you know, it's just one of those things. Like, yeah, you really just want to see them you know, do the number one, do the sport that they like to do. And also, you know, it's a good quality product. It's not like it's, it's horrible. Actually, I would probably prefer watching WNBA and even to some degree, women's college basketball over men's college basketball. And I know, we know men's college basketball just draws tons of money, billions of dollars, right? But if you, to me personally, like I really don't, I'm not really a fan of college basketball. I, like, it's just too many mistakes. It's just so many mistakes on top of each other. Just, uh, it, it looks very amateurish. I, I think it's kind of what I'm getting at. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I definitely enjoy all of it, and I do hope that the the league continues to flourish to the point to where they don't really have to like maybe lean so much uh, financially on the NBA and all that stuff, right? So overseas, yeah, and then go having to go overseas just to make ends meet mm-hmm. or at least kind of get your just your your fair share of, of money, which is crazy. Like I don't know if women's basketball is more popular over there, but they definitely are paying <laughs> paying more money over there. So that's worth that's worth a, a little Google search. How are they able to pay them that? Yeah. So so where's yeah. your revenue stream? Yeah. yeah. So, 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 yeah, we'll we'll see on how that how that turns out. Okay, all right, all right. Well, let's move on then. We got a little bit of time left. We're gonna talk about this thing, man. The new CBA deal for the NBA, the NBA PA, and all of those people who own all those lucrative companies and organizations they call NBA teams have come to an agreement for a new seven-year deal that will, you know, have an opportunity for them to to opt out one year before. Um, on both sides, on either side. So, the, some of the highlights of this new deal. Obviously, I think the 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 revenue split is going to be the same. It's going to be a bigger bigger bucket, though. You know, so everyone's going to get paid. You know, a, a, a raise, if you will. The 65 game minimum for people to get postseason awards. So you got to play 65 games just to just to qualify. Um, and there's some other other highlights here too. In season tournament, which is probably going to go into effect sometime soon, where with monetary incentives for people who who win, I think it's a half a million dollars. I think something like that right now. Yep. And if you lose, well, guess what? You play a tournament and you had to play games. Sorry, <laughs> um, with the removal of marijuana as a testable as a banned uh, as a banned substance, that is also a thing. Uh, section, second luxury tax uh, tier has also been added. There's some other things too. NBA players can invest into NBA teams and WNBA teams. There's a there's a bunch of other things like that. So I mean, it's it's probably there's a lot of information in there, but you know, we could just try to break down what we what we captured, what we witnessed, or what we read, and then kind of like speak on it. So, uh, what are some of the highlights? Uh, I guess I can start with with Deuce. Man. What are some of the highlights of the CBA deal that either sparks interest in a negative or a positive way, and and how to, and would that hurt or, or uh, help the the season going forward? I feel like the hating on my team, right? The uh, original Oakland. Never Warriors. heard of the Oakland like the, Warriors, by the way. Yeah, I know a lot of people. You know, yeah. that's what that's what we call them in the time. 
Um, so, you know, I don't know why y'all took your head to the side, bro. Like, man, I don't know what that's about. Like, you gotta cut it for your neck. Yes. Are you in the top? Like, are you in the top? Are you in the top? My spirit is there, man, always. Yeah, it's like, what's up, Jay? Hey, man, what's up, man? No, you're not. You, you see them tickets for them that Chase Center? You're right. You're right. You're not. They, they you're right. Own, they own that building too. Yeah. Wow. They still making money. Everything they do in that building outside of basketball. You're right. Money being made oh. around here. The Tigers are fat, but they're paying a healthy fee to keep the team together. And I like say the Clippers. That's a lot of homegrown talent. You're talking about Looney. Clay, Draymond, Steph, now you got Kaminga, Poole, right? Um, homegrown talent to keep them together. So, like, one of the things they're doing that, um, brother, you were talking about the levels, A, the, I done taken away the, um, the mid level tax exemption uh, away from them. Because that's the only way Warriors, the Clippers, the Nets, when they had everybody, are able to add key pieces. Vincenzo has been priceless this season. We needed him. Without that, we wouldn't be able to get him. Without that, um, Eagles would never made it to the Bucks, and he's he's shown to be useful there. Uh, the other two, Gallinari, I hate that he got injured. He's a phenomenal player, and John Wall is a little Clippers experiment. Um, it was good for a spurt. They wouldn't be able to get him either. So I understand NBA's intent to make it more even across the board, I get it. But like you were talking about LA and uh, the Celtics, you know, Bird and Magic, NBA fans love those franchises. We love those teams. We love, like when it was the Warriors and the, and the Cavs, we got exhausted after it seemed like the tip. I think there was as many Cavs Warriors championships as Fast and the, 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 Fast and the Furious movies, right? They got exhausted, but we love those teams in the roof where like, yeah, they got a good chance of going. On the flip side, they're trying to give other teams like, say, the Pelicans and, and the Hornets. Uh, that fan base is opportunities to root for them to go alone. So I see it, but I, I feel like they might be missing something. I, I hate them taking out that mid-level exception for those teams because how else are they going to build or maintain? That's my big takeaway from it. Um, I do love the ownership stake, though. That's that's great for the players. Uh, they already made the money as well. It's generation changing. Now they can have something you can pass along. Hey, here, son, here, daughter, here, whatever. Here's my stake in this team. You know, and that's, come on, man. They, that's really going to change. I want to see how the other sports are going to do it. Well, they're not going to do anything. NFL is still going to be like, we, you get less powers and privileges. How about this? We tell you when to go go home and, and all that. But anyways, uh, but right. the, the, the NFLPA is not that great, obviously. So, yeah, no. uh, so at, at MLB, they still trying to, to figure out how to get people in the stands. So uh, they got other things to worry about. So, but uh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's, that's cool. Kev, what you think? 
Man, about about this new CBA, man. What's your thoughts on this, man? You think it's positive for the the, the direction of the future for the league? Man, there's also going to be a wait and see situation. I think the equity is really good. The the minimum with the 65 games. Originally, you wouldn't think of it as much. You know, it's like 80 percent of the other games that you have to play. But these days, we've been seeing so many injuries, different load management situations. You're starting to wonder what it is about the game and the way we're playing it in this day and age that's that's having this effect on the players. And is is it a a, a reality of how they're playing and just these new these new stars do they actually need this time off is it beneficial to their body to get this time off so that they can show up better in the playoffs or is it just you know i want to take some time off i want to chill obviously you want to discourage the i just want to take some time off but you also want to leave room for managing these high paid players and if they're they're, they're resting themselves for the benefit of themselves and the team it should be allowed to some extent to eliminate you know from the category of being considered even when you are playing pretty well and you probably would have been the top for one of these awards you know get disqualified because hey you're 64 games instead of 65 it's kind of it's kind of tough to have that hard that hard cut off line and, and it'd be so high at 80 percent but they might have some exceptions so we'll see how that plays out the in-season tournament is the one i'm most confused about I have no idea what what that's about. What's the benefit to that other than the potential monetary gains, which is half a million. They were shooting for a million. To me, that's still shooting for a little bit low. It's half a million. I'm comparing this half a million with an article I recently read since the CBA came out uh, with Joe Lacob, who got fined because he mentioned the NBA luxury tax is unfair. How much did he get fined? Half a million. And it's like, oh, okay, you just you, you can just get half a million off of just finding somebody like that on a drop of a dime. And these boys are here playing an extra tournament, and they get a whole half a million to to split. I don't know. It's it, it, it may it may not be worth it, but I know their viewerships. It's not half a million per person. It's for half a million for the team. That's how I understood it. T- correct me no, if I'm wrong. I, I thought it was a half a million. Uh, for each individual, not not for the yeah. team, each individual. Yeah, it gotta be each player, cause that that at that point, come on, that's yeah. that's that's a gig. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's how I understood it. But hey, if, if it, even if it's half a minute per person, that that could be a good chunk of change that's put in your pocket. Um, let me know. Let me know because that's half a minute for who? Everybody for the whole for the for the whole entire squad bench players and all <laughs> like they gotta be that's the only way that makes sense to me to be honest that's the only way that makes sense. yeah i i want to say that's what the case is um but uh, let me see if i can find it real quick i can tell you guys uh let me see removal of marijuana in season tournament uh, that's a good one too the removal of the yeah the, the investing cannabis uh let's see here let's see here uh, oh wow, Chris is looking that up. Uh, another thing that I think a lot of people were expecting was the uh, the double draft, right? The high school and the college draft. We didn't get that. Um, and they, uh, the article I'm reading, from CBS Sports actually said that was a pushback not from the owners but from the players. Uh, a lot of vets were worried about them losing their jobs to high schoolers coming in, right? Mm-hmm. Which when I read, that, I was like, mm, that makes sense. I can see that. So the players actually push back 
on the non high schoolers to come back into entering this thing not to lead out of high school. Cold. That's a little cold to me. That's that's, that's, that's blessing. It's only right a two way. It's only a two way contract, too, right? Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. I, I think that's cold. I don't think it's cold. I mean, it's self preservation. Yeah. At it's the, the same with the two way contract. Yeah, they say they say they say for the two way contract situation. Now you have one less salary player, but then you open yeah. up the opportunity for for an additional two way player to make his mark and and step up. So it's like, yeah, I want to say cold, but these things are you know, is <laughs> there's some positives to it as well. Depending on where you stand on the totem pole, how you're gonna view yeah. it in high school, and you balling out and and you want to get in. This this is hurtful to you, you know. You're a veteran. Hanging on by a thread. Maybe, right? Maybe the G League. That's that's not yet established, but you, you kind of you're feeding that pipeline that we say is exploitive, right? If they can't go to G League, more likely than not, where did they go? Yeah. <laughs> nah. You know what the, you know what the more <laughs> more likely option. They're going to NCAA where they're playing for free and putting their bodies on the line. Right. On the flip side, on the flip side though, like the Cavs point, if I'm a vet, I already seen I lost one opportunity to get on the team because they increased the uh the the, the two way contracts from two to three per team. So that's three part time gigs, one less full time gig, and now you want to add in a double draft. That ain't the way. That ain't the way. Well, I, the veterans I enjoy watching play, they still contribute mm-hmm. at a high level. We're not just keeping you there because you seniority. Like that, that's not the move. That's not the. This, this is not the office job, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's you know competing for a spot. Like mm-hmm. just there, no more you, just there you, you shouldn't be over here. Like I'm trying to limit the. T- that should. So we talk about how these guys are competitive. That that to me that's disappointing. I didn't know about that one. To me personally, I understand where y'all are coming from. To me, mm-hmm. that's a little disappointing. Especially, you know, no. some people are coming using this is their pipeline, this is their lifeline, this is how they're mm-hmm. getting out and feeding their family. And you're just like, oh, well, what about my 15th year in the NBA? Like, it's just, <laughs> come on, come on. Hey, hey man, why, why, why? Why? Well, you see, you want, you want a new young town to come in in, in lieu of. Listen, if somebody came into Kazlam's spot, like, I'm not. I appreciate what he's done for the city. He could be an offensive coach. He could be an assistant coach. There's other pipe like there's other things after your career. Like the pipeline. He's already a coach. Be, like how do I how do I preserve my spot? Like that should be yeah. so preserving it in other ways. Yeah, like in terms of injury, you're getting older, your body, like insurance, like other kind of things like that. But in terms of like I don't want new talent because I might lose my spot. That that's not the way to solve that. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I, I personally I don't have a preference on. Either I don't ha- I don't have a dog in a fight essentially, because my thing is this: it's gonna self-regulate itself, right? I mean, if you're good enough to be a 38 year old player, you're gonna still get a roster spot. Now and they're out there, and, yeah. The Horfords, yeah. You, yeah. There's a lot of them. There's a yeah. lot of people who are older and still killing it. And then there are people who yeah. left, and we was just like, they actually have a spot. Jamal Crawford comes to mind. Like yeah, we yeah. know that we know players who probably should have a roster spot. They don't have a roster spot. You know, people yeah. who probably have a roster spot and they be like, yo, this guy's trash. Like, you know, he's, yeah, he's one, he's two years into the league and he's like, yeah, this guy sucks. But he has a roster spot, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, mm-hmm. like, it, 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 to me, I think it's a self-regulating entity. So I don't really, I don't really get overly, uh, ex- fall one way or the other. If someone, if the veterans actually had that fear, I mean, I don't know what veterans, not who those veterans are, but like, 
like Hassel's not playing no more next year. So I mean, yeah. aside from him, like who's the next oldest player that you? That I don't you know about oldest, about? but I know I, I know what George Hill stands for personally. I can't remember the last time I've seen him play because he he's not even with the uh, Bucks anymore. He's with uh, I think the Pacers. Yeah, I think uh, he went in and uh, coming back to the Pacers. I remember. Yeah. yeah. So he's another that, player. Like I'm not even knocking the fear. I'm knocking like, yo, we're gonna do this. We scared. The fear is real. Like that's what happens. You get older. You still gotta put in the same work as these young guys. It's 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 mm-hmm. a losing battle. That's what we appreciate. Wow, LeBron's still playing at this high level in his advanced phase. Like we, we appreciate it. Yeah, that That's, fear is real. I just yeah. don't. We're we're not gonna let the young guys because we're gonna have to compete. The NBA is not competing. It, <laughs> like, it is. It is. But I mean, so this is this is one of the things that I, that didn't get uh, approved or didn't make it across the board with this or make it to the final the final draft, right? Which is the lowering of the age, right? You know, you still had to be nineteen to make it in and and so I think that was something that originally the NBAPA was kind of pushed for but I think they decided to drop that in lieu of more critical interest and stuff like that higher priority interest essentially so I mean yeah I mean there's always going to be like that situation where people like I, I think the NBAPA wants to at least to some degree I, I don't like you said maybe the veterans probably don't want it but you know having younger people come in means that there's going to be people who are fighting for a, a roster spot. And that at this point, you're going for a potential based off of high school versus potential based off of one year of college or overseas experience. And so, you know, again, it, it'll be the same thing, right? Veterans, they're, they're not, I'll tell you this, people in their prime are not getting pushed out because of people who- Oh, are, no, right? no, So no. It's, it's going to be veterans. It's going to be people who probably like at the bottom of the, of the list when it comes down to like your rotations. And they make that call. That's what the management is supposed to do. Like, oh, okay, let's, let's get rid of this person. Okay, let's get rid of this person. Chase people away to get this guy in. Like, that's 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 the nature of the beast, right? So, mm-hmm. I, to me, to me, that's to me that was the least interesting thing about. Or, or yeah, if you want to be upset about it, be upset about it. But I don't think that's a. I'm not saying you guys, but like, for those, those veterans or whatever. Yeah. But um, one thing I I did find interesting, and I will say. And I'll let y'all get in on it, but oh, wait, and wait, I did, wait, and I, and I, wait. yeah, I can see. I, I did, yeah, I did find that, yeah, according to Yahoo Sports, every player on the winning team gets a half a half a mil, and if you lose, you don't get nothing. That's it. You win all those. You don't get nothing for you get, you get a good luck for the rest of the season. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> So I don't like it. at least it's per player. That's much better than what I thought it was. So definitely kudos for that. They wanted a million dollars, so they, they kind of got cut in half on that. That's not good negotiating. But nothing for the other team. You get your base salary. Yeah. So advocating for a participation award. I'm advocating for if you are a boxer and you go in the ring to fight with someone and you lose the match, you think you're gonna walk Ooh. away with no bag? Well, you get a base salary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but all, all, all of that is all of that is a big. Uh, so, I, I, so I mean, the base I salary know. counts when you say base salary, as in for the eighty-two games in the season, yeah. or are you trying to say that? Yeah, but that's not in tournament. That would be additional than eighty-two games, right? Okay. So not okay. 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 I think those. I think those games count towards the regular. Season. Yeah. 
Okay, we, we gotta see how this thing yeah, plays yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna see how this thing plays out. I don't know if this all been like, this, the framework has been flushed out yet. So we don't know how it's gonna happen and how that's gonna impact the regular season and all that stuff. Crazy. But but yeah, but I do I do like I I'm kind of curious to see about the end game tournament. But I'm probably to me, look I love this 65 game postseason awards thing. Or it just now now we can sit now we can have this MVP talk and we just say hey man did he play 65 games? Yes or no? And if he doesn't, cool. We ain't gotta talk about him. We can move on to other people. We can move on to coaches. Like I feel like that's already taken into account. It is to some degree, but it's relative, right? Yeah. So, like for example, yeah. um, if if Embiid missed more games than Jokic, and they both are like tip attack, then you just say, yeah. okay, he played he played more games, right? But if they both only play fifty one and fifty five games respectively, then you know, then then that's kind of the 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 it's a relational thing. But if it's like if you gotta play sixty something games, and and that's it, then and if you don't make that quota, then you know, hey, you don't qualify for those postseason awards. You know, it'd be hilarious. All all the great players who who we know are great players who should be contenders for MVP or whatever it may be, just fall like at 64. At 64. Sure, sure. <laughs> that's that's totally that'd fine. Be, I love that. That'd be the best season. Guess what? Guess who else <laughs> will love that? The people who play the 65 games and 70 games and get that all NBA. Yeah. Award and then now they can go ahead and get that that bump in their in their salary. Great for them. So yeah. if you don't care about the money, sure, I don't. I, I, go for hey, it. I understand the money, but at the same time, you and I know I got you. Yeah. You and I know. You and I know who who got who got it. Okay. So at the end of the day, you know, you keep the bag, I keep the pride. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Okay. I, I'm. I, I want to know what the conditions are. I think six a bit uh, low of a bar, just because you know you could be injured and miss game. Games are pretty close to each other. You could be injured for a little stretch and, and miss that pretty easy. Um, outside of the load management, if it's targeting, trying to target load management, I'd like to see how they carve that up. But if it's just a flat, hey, you miss 17 games, that's out. You're it. I mean, that's it. You're out. Like that. That would be a little. I mean, I like it. What, what more? I guess it's also. Go ahead. I'm gonna say what, what more else do, do players, NBA players, need? They 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 started. They gave you one less preseason week, so you ain't gotta worry about that. They stretched out the the NBA season. No back to backs. No four games and five nights like it was back when Pop was doing the the low management. So they got rid of that. Back to back twelve. Oh, like for next year. Well, I'm just saying, like, no, 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 no I'm just saying, saying like, they instead of being four nights back to back, it's only like occasional back to back. There's no, there's no four games and five nights like situation anymore. Like they, they try to find ways to to inject rest into the schedule, so you're not having such a a harsh work week, you know, or, or month, right? Whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. They, they, they've done, they've done everything that they that they can possibly do that kind of keep it within this window. What, what more else would you want? They ain't do everything. They, they, well, they, I, gave, well, they my, gave people my, off. They get, they my, get, they get people off expect- on, on, on for, for All Star Weekend. You, All Star, All Star games like the regular season stops like the Wednesday. It used to not be this. It stopped at Wednesday, and then Thursday. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then the next the season don't even pick back up until like next Wednesday or the next week. It wasn't like that before. Uh what I was expecting for them to target this issue was to reduce it to like seventy two games. That's what I was expecting. I don't know why though. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Like the like what's the problem? Why 
Why we can't play any two games anymore? We we can. I want to too. Oh, back to your, you're talking about your original question about like what what change? I think you know yeah, you got people. Like, you got some people crunching numbers, some scientists, some some doctors, some analytics going on, and they're like, hey, if I put your minutes in this way, I think this is gonna give you the best outcome for your body wise. And I think that's what's going on into these decisions. Because going it, back to the go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Kurt. You know, going to the MVP thing though, I, I think. It balances out because most MVPs are like the teams at the top of the league, mm-hmm. like the top three three teams in Eastern and Western Conference, right? You know, as far as being competitive. So if you're out 15, 20 games and your team is still top three, are you really the most valuable person in that team? Yes. Yeah, you can still be the most valuable person in the team. Yeah, are you? Can, you? You can. can still be, yeah. yeah, what you mean? It's the most valuable oh, player right. of the I'm NBA. I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. Hey, hey guys, if I miss twenty, Giannis yeah. plays. Giannis plays sixty-three games so far. Yeah, he might just barely go over sixty-five, but he's yeah, putting that up. Number there. one, and I he mean, was that, in low. That, he was in low man. He was in low managing. He got injured. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone. everyone uh, okay, that's fine. But I, I haven't looked at all of Giannis's out. Uh, you know, sit outs. But we know plenty of players who be like, oh, it's all right knee. Nothing like he, he played all the all the game. They played all the game. They they sat down. Then like, oh yeah, yeah, we are gonna rest them. It, it doesn't say rest, it says sore knee. Oh, I, I got a, I got a sore foot. Oh uh, my you know, yeah. migraine, whatever the like headache, you know what I'm saying? Flu like symptoms, non COVID. <laughs> what flu what yeah, flu what, what, what flu what flu y'all know be be here today and then be gone like in two days and you back here playing. That's true. It's, it's real quick. But I, I guess let me rephrase my point, man. Yeah, you, you could be the most valuable person on your team. But the reason why Chris Paul didn't win when Phoenix went to the championships for the only year when he was there. They kept saying because he had Devin Booker though. Mm-hmm. You know? The reason why uh Steph or KD didn't win it together because they had each other. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's what I'm saying. If you can miss 20, 25 games and your team's still winning, that means you have another one or two other great players on your team mm-hmm. that kind of take away from how valuable you are in retrospect to another player. Like, say, Dane, if he doesn't play, Portland doesn't have a shot. That's just a but bad Unfortunately, team, we don't really do the most <laughs> valuable player overall, right? We just yeah. do with the best teams. So, it, it ain't one person necessarily that's going to fill that slot. Sometimes a team effort that's going to come yeah. in and have to contribute towards missing that person. If you go to Steph, right, you can't not say Steph is not the most valuable player on on, on the Warriors. But we've seen games he was out, and yeah. you know they performed well and they they managed to get a lot of, a lot of wins actually with Steph being out. And I don't think anyone would question whether or not he's the most valuable player to that team. Well, that's why I clarify my statement. Not that you're not the most valuable. But maybe it hurts your narrative compared to other players and other teams. Okay, I hear what you're saying. I yeah. Which like I think is a bad narrative. Compared to Dane's value to Portland, vastly different, but then Portland's a bottom tier team. So that argument's null and void. The, um, the, other thing I, the other thing I don't like in all this, and I forgot player or somebody brought this up in the past, like a lot of people are over here side eyeing the players, like, I, I guarantee most of the players in the NBA, if they want, if they could, they'll play every single game, injury or not. There's some, yeah, there's some. Except for Mr. Lowe management. No, 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 no. Ben Simmons. You forgot about Ben Simmons. 
Ben and Kawhi. Because the Spurs wanted him to come back, bro. But yeah. I think you're talking about Steph, Steph said that. Yeah, um, so I mean, like, you know, the low management is, it's like I said, there's an algorithm. The algorithm says you can't play today. That's, it, it's out of their hands. And, you know, they understand the sacrifice they got to make for the greater good of the team. But I don't think it's like these players can't do it. I don't think these players lack the will to do it. I just think there's some people who are doing some research and saying these are our best chances for success, and that's what's going on. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. Nah, I'm good. I'm good with that. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. I think like the Quads, the Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. I don't think Agron told him not to play. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. that a little bit of a result, right? It needs to be recalibrated. Hey, whatever was going on with Kawhi when he was in the Spurs, he's still dealing with it. So I don't know if you think you just. He's, he's just you know lazy I don't know what you think it is but whenever they told him to go play and he got re-injured or re-aggravated he ain't been the same since then so I'm, seems like he had a point I don't know yeah he was also going to different that, that story that deserves uh, ESPN 30 for 30 man because yeah. it's so layered uh, the Kawhi team doc to say this his doc to yeah. say this pop say that I don't mm-hmm. like I don't know what's going on yeah all right, man. Anything else, man? Y'all want to say this is uh, we kind of get long in the tooth here. So, how y'all feel, man? Y'all, is this uh, anything else y'all want to add on this about the CBA? I don't know. Like the idea of an in-gun tournament, but there's a lot of wait and see there. I like. I would like to see a, a little bit less games and more spread out to, to to deal with this issue rather than this way. But it is what it is. Mm. Um, uh, yeah. I, I didn't I, like. I, I, I didn't like the money stuff too because it's just a lot of teams who just not really trying, bro. Like the Pelicans, they trying. Know. Pelicans be trying. I think the Pelicans. No, I'm not talking about in terms of the talent. I'm talking about in terms of you. you I'm torn because you don't want it to be a nuclear arms race where people is just trying to throw money at the problem. Like we're gonna, we're gonna buy a team. You you, you don't want that. Mm-hmm. But you have a lot of teams that are just like, hey, if we win, we win. If we, lose. the Knicks have been like that for a while. Like yeah. they have a good squad now, but for years they've been a laughing stock. Mm-hmm. So uh, I. I think there needs to be a balance, uh, but trying to decentivize teams from trying to spend and promote the product by spending. Like we like seeing the Warriors play, we like mm. some of these teams. Mm. I, I would like to see a different solution than the one they chose, but we'll see. I went to you on that Draymond echoed that too. It's like losing teams, the owners don't want to spend. Yeah. You know, whereas like OKC, they broke off. But it could have been like one of the best teams in NBA history, right? Or that hard work because they didn't want to spend. You know? Um, so yeah, I see that. The teams that want to spend, Bomber, uh, uh, Lakeup, you know, uh, it, it's, it's four teams like the Dallas Mavericks. Cuban, as rich as he is, does not want to spend. He refuses to spend money. Mm-hmm. And it's going to help him understand. So yeah, that's a good point. And just look at the Lake. Look at the Lakers. Like, look at where basketball was before. That man was just like, you know, F it, spend the check, and how it elevated the entire sport. Even with all this luxury tech, doesn't it go to a pool and feed the other owners anyway? Mm-hmm. Like you have these teams that are spending the money, feeding the whole product, fueling the whole product, mm-hmm. and now you're being like. Y'all spending too much. Let's punish you, and we're gonna incentivize these other guys who don't want to spend money. I mean, also big markets, but also big markets just innately have a, a geographically dis, disadvantage, uh, uh, have a, a advantage because they are big markets, right? New York has more yeah. money going through that city than 
Yeah. Seattle. Mm-hmm. Oh, not in Seattle. I just say like Minnesota or whatever. Charlotte. Charlotte. I get that. So I mean, it's it's inherently it, geographically that like, the resources just are, are going to be biased towards some of those mm-hmm. locations. This is why like a lot of people want to be in big market cities, but mm-hmm. you can't have. You that know, makes sense. Yeah. So I mean, that's that, but that's also. So I think that's what the luxury tax was supposed to kind of help offset. So to yeah. give New Orleans a better competitive edge by having more capital to spend because of the luxury tax that the big market teams would, you know, go into like that space and pay into to kind of help alleviate, to kind of make, you know, go for more parity. Otherwise, you'd be like the baseball, uh, the MLB and have the, the, the Yankees <laughs> buying everyone or the Dodgers buying everyone and just people just throwing money all over the place because they got it. Yeah. Right. Meanwhile, the Seattle Mariners, no one even knows who they what they do. Hey man, <laughs> right? These other teams we win. Miami Marlins got it though, right? Uh, Miami Marlins, y'all won. They won at one point. Like yeah, I mean, eventually, other teams win, and then like even yeah. when you're not winning, you winning. Like you may not win the um, chip, but like the product going up, the product uh, elevating. Okay, okay. The wins, the wins. That's not, not playing. The Warriors ain't playing themselves, right? I, I mean, the Warriors. Yeah, some of that. So people paying to watch all that money to watch the Warriors, they the other teams get a split in that revenue, right? I mean now. Yeah. Where were they at when they were where were they at when they were, you know, they had these bum teams? No, I'm talking about like these type of teams that are carrying the the, the, the torch, right? Like yeah. it's a it's a better product for everybody. But yeah, if you if you have really good product yeah. It doesn't matter. It's not the war. It's not just the Warriors. It's it's Philly. A lot of it's teams. it's freaking. Yeah. It's Milwaukee. It's you know. Yeah. It's a bunch of teams yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. But but it, but it has to be. So let them. My thing is can let them continue to do that. And if you want to have some mechanism tunnels back, but saying hey, you guys are doing. Too, you're, you guys are trying too hard economically, and we're gonna put a limiter on you. I don't think that's the answer. I mean, this uh, should be some control. I don't know, like having a hard cap. It sounds like it's a hard cap. No, no it's, it's not. not. It's, yeah. There's, yeah, there's, there's, yeah, there's two soft caps now. But it just so, so it basically what it means is that as you, get, as you, as you, you have to spend more or what? Well, obviously, I, I don't know what the, the threshold is. I got to look and see what the details are. But essentially, you said when you were talking about the trades, you said they could not get DiVincenzo. Not they would have had to spend more to get DiVincenzo. They said they would have no, they, So it's not a hard cap. But there were restrictions in place, so so they can spend more money on their team, but they were restricted from using mid-level exceptions to sign Vincenzo, yeah, uh, things like that. Yeah, so so you spend more money, but what you can do with that money is restricted. Yeah, so as you as you go higher into the thresholds of like to the second tier, whatever that is, then you're you're restricted on some of those things that people who were probably at the threshold or below it. Would, would be able to exercise so like mid-level exceptions like the, it's one of the ones that he's talking about and that's one of the they they'll, 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 they'll highlight it that they'll say would be restrictive um, they can't even do a buyout like the Warriors the Clippers all the Wolves can't even get buyout players yeah so I mean it's not it's not it's not sound, that's the thing about these CBAs but at least for the NBA and NFL is way more restrictive but NBA is we'll let you do something we give you guaranteed contracts We'll give you, you know, we'll give you, we won't, there is a hard cap, but like the hard cap is high, right? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll give you a soft cap and then we'll, we'll tax you. And I mean, if you want to go into it, you know, you can do it, 
if you want to, but you understand what the risks are. And it's the same thing with, you know, um, the, 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 uh, I, well, when we, when we were talking about the, the veterans versus the rookies, like, mm-hmm. or even, even the players who want to do the 66 games, wanna, they want to get a postseason award. Like, now you know what it is. Like, now you know what the market is if you really want to get that, get that money. You will play those 65 yeah. games. You don't have to play those games. You don't have to get the awards. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm so, fine. I'm fine with that in principle. I just don't I just don't want it to be like some it's something out of somebody's control, whether they got an illness, you know, Wiggins had to go away for a minute, somebody mm-hmm. got injured. That's the thing I don't want to see. If it's just the load management guys, I have no issue with hey, if you're not putting it together, I even brought this up when we were talking about load management. Like you said, I don't like the idea of okay, so who's carrying the load? You mm-hmm. getting the superstar max contract. <laughs> sitting on the bench yeah. and these grunt, these grunt players taking the, the, the wear and tear on their body for yeah. you. I don't, I don't like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. But yeah. if it's, you know, you slip, you slipped on an ice cube, you slipped during training up and warning ups like KD. Mm-hmm. Come on. If it was a more serious, <laughs> if it was a more serious injury and you missed 17 games, I wouldn't want to see that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Man, I mean, I mean dude, that's your fault. I, I pay for your sick leave. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, and and imagine, just imagine you on that team. Kevin Durant does that, right? He he's out. He's out twenty games. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he he rolled his ankle. He still gets on the All NBA, and everybody else on that team was out there carrying whichever team it was, it was Phoenix or Brooklyn. And, and and let's okay, let's just say this. Let's say let's say because because this is even this is even hit closer to home. Let's say Golden State Warriors. Steph rolls his ankle on a wet spot. He out 20 games. Okay. He comes back. Clay's been playing the whole time, holding the load down. All okay. NBA season, uh, all NBA awards come through. Clay uh-huh. Clay's left off. Uh, is yeah. is Curry putting up MVP numbers over Clay? Because that like <laughs> that's what I'm saying. At sure. the end of the day, sure. I'm that. You gotta talk- that. You gotta that. Yeah. That's that's my thing. Like if you're really playing MVP level outside of your control took you out for like this hard restriction i don't even know how they came to this number like, mm-hmm. this is the hard number you did 16 you you're still in it but 17 mm-hmm. oh my gosh you missed too many games like to me i feel like there should be the room for nuance that's that's my thing. I, 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 hear I don't know man but even with that math man like are right, you say mvp numbers i'm playing less games my body's more rested i have more options to score more points as opposed to the other guy who's played all all the games, like 82 more games. Wait, 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 wait. More points. You mean more points like per game? Yeah. But that, that's not even really how it works, though. Because there's a sweet spot between rest and not rest, right? You have to come back. You got to ramp up. You got to uh, gotta get in. The, you know, players don't just hop off at an injury, right? They have to get in the condition. So it's, it, it's you're putting up enough. But I'm just saying, you putting up the numbers, you're putting up the numbers. It's not just like, oh man, I had a weak rest, so now I'm better than everybody else. A lot of people get a weak rest and come back trash. Like, not, you, not, you not, can be those bench not players, ain't, them bench players ain't better than the starters, right? They get plenty of rest. They're not doing as many minutes. So, <laughs> being an MVP, putting up MVP numbers is putting up MVP numbers in the back. I don't think, I don't think how much rest you get. Kawhi's, you know, he has his highs and lows while he's been doing this load management the whole time. So just being rested is not a guarantee that you're going to do better than somebody else. Mm-hmm. So your talent should just speak on your talent. I understand. And like I said, I feel like MVP already takes that into the equation. That's why they put Jokic over MB. Your availability, of course, is taking it into account, but it shouldn't be the end all of y'all. 
Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I hear you. I, I, I'm not against what you. I'm not against your position. I do understand what they're what they're trying to combat. So, mm-hmm. and I think we both understand that too. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. And again, we don't know how to curb that. You can't tell them you can't rest. You can't tell them that you're not injured. So, yeah. you know, there's there, there's other ways to probably try to like. No. There are other ways. Yeah, get I mean, sure that, You can have an independent yeah, doctor get a doctor's note. <laughs> I mean, okay, I that, but it's align with it needs to align with some process that we put in place. At the end of the day, if you work at a job, you have a certain amount of vacation time. You have a it's built in. Yeah, leave, yeah. You know? So it's not like they're just giving you nonchalant to be like you can show up and not show up whenever you want. Mm-hmm. So I rather implement it from that standpoint as opposed to saying, "Here, here is this limited number of games you need to play to get into this award category." It's, it's more like, "Hey, if you miss games for no reason, yeah. I'm not playing you." How you an MVP if you miss games for no reason? I mean, people, I mean, they've done it before. People, players do it. Every NBA player almost has done that since, like, for the past ten years. But like seventeen. Take an L then. Take an L. Yeah. I think this. I think this argument is kind of muted because I'm looking at the stats now, right? So they have Stat Muse has uh, fewest games played by MVP, right? Mm-hmm. The number starts at 78. So Carmelo won MVP uh, 82, 83. He played 78 games. That's like where the stats start. So other MVP players have played more games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's funny. It starts mm-hmm. with according to this, because it's not every year. It's just twenty different lines. Um, it is with Carmelo Malone because in ninety eight, ninety nine, he played forty nine, but that was a lockout year. Um, so outside of that exception, only people who would not have won MVP: Walton in seventy eight, seventy seven, seventy eight, LeBron in because Walton played fifty eight, James in eleven and twelve played sixty two. Uh, Giannis, nineteen twenty, played sixty three, and Bob Cousy, way back in the fifties, fifty six, fifty seven, played sixty four. When Russ won, when uh, I was Bill Russell, sixty nine. I thought I was uh, um, uh, Westbrook, but yeah. So the next one is sixty nine with Bill Russell. Uh, he won fifty eight, fifty nine. He won sixty nine games. I played sixty nine games. After that, it's in the seventies. So. Yeah, I feel like it is moot. It's mute. Yeah, I do. I do. I think. I think the bigger effect you'll see is on the All NBA team. Yeah, it's oh, going yeah. to be more by the All NBA team. And it's solely that's, to, that's, that's, right. that's how it should be. To me, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I mean, the question to me is, how is it we taking that into account for MVP? But NBA in already, so that seems like it is the system is already broken. I mean, I feel like most people who are who are MVP candidates usually are all NBA players anyways, like inherently, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, obviously they, we talk about three to five players, but you can talk about three to five players, 15, you know, one to 15 players, like the top 15 players of the NBA at that time, right? I mean, it, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't say, oh, if you only get, you know, all NBA first team, it's all NBA. You have three times to get it to, to, as yeah. a point guard or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I, 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 to me, it's, to me, I think it's it's more so. I think this is the best way to tactically take. A, not to say the best way. This is a good way to, to tackle um, giving bonuses and bumps to people who are only playing fifty to sixty games. Mm. To me, I, I, now I could be wrong. I I, I know I, it is what it is. It's, it's 
we'll figure it out. Like we'll see how the people adjust. If yeah. you want to, if you want to make that money, go ahead, make that money, make that, you know, pay that seventy games or whatever. Take seventy games and then take the rest, next twelve games off. I don't know, like have it built into your schedule. Like I don't know, <laughs> like people are gonna do that anyways. They already do that. They they look the schedule and say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna rest this guy this day. We're gonna rest this guy that day. Yeah, we do that. They do it already. Mm-hmm. And that only hurts the fans who save up money to pay these high ticket prices to see one or two specific players and then they're resting. Yeah, because that schedule's not. It's not. They don't advertise it. You know. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. say make it public, then make it public. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> they do. Well, that, that the hurt lead time is so. Orders. And the lead yeah. time is so short. Even if they did make it, public, like you got buy the ticket, you got plan and night, and you know it's. it's it's hard to get that short notice. Yeah. I don't know, man. We might see Pat. We're going to see Pat Bev be all NBA all of a sudden. Though. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Let's go ahead. And, let's go ahead with the sign off stand. That's cool, man. Uh, we start with you, Ken, man. What you got? Man, as always, appreciate you. Y'all rock with us. We know your time is valuable. You can be doing it. So we always appreciate when you spend it with us. Let us know if you like this episode by hitting the like button. Go ahead and comment. If you feel aware about what we said, let us know your thoughts and anything that we discussed. And if you have any suggestions for episodes to come, let us know. We have. Cool, cool, cool. Red, what you got? Like, follow, subscribe. Thanks for spending time with us. That's it. Ooh, short and sweet. All right, Mr. Oak Town, USA, what you got, man? What's your quiz or factoid? All right, so Clark, right? Caitlin Clark dropped 30 in the loss in this championship game. So I was curious, uh, what's the most points scored by a losing opponent, right, in the championship game? So before I say the number, what do you think the number is? Losing team? 23. 40. You talking about college? No, college, women's basketball. So the most points scored by a player on the losing team. 40. I would say 23. 40. Well, Caitlin is scored 30, so she's not, she's not, she's not it. So it has to be higher than 30. Oh. 99 points. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm playing the prices, right? What'd you say, Red? I said 40. You said 40. 50 points. Oh, somebody, yeah. Kev got it. Lori Bowman, uh, back in uh, 82. So before the three-point line was introduced in 87, she scored 50. All in the paint? Lost. All in the paint. <laughs> yeah. She lost to Maryland. Yeah, and uh, just something for somebody that we know, Cheryl Swoops dropped 47 a loss. Wow. Yeah. I do know Cheryl Swoops. Now, you know that you know that lady in the 60s looking at everybody else like, y'all couldn't score no points? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Put up 48. <laughs> LeBron all over again. <laughs> yeah. So cool, cool, cool. All right, man, it was cool. I, you know, I didn't know that one, man. If you if you stay in the college basketball rim, you probably be able to keep stomping me. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I like to keep it in the pros, but it was appropriate for this topic. Nah, I got you. I got you. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. So, uh, anything else you want to add? Or is that it? Nice. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. So yeah, um, tell shout us how out you Alabama. Shout out, shout out to um, you, the, the the many backs of Alabama. And uh, <laughs> if you oh, like what you hear, man, tell a friend and tell a friend. Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, leave a comment, man. If you have any thoughts about the CBA, if you have any thoughts about Caitlyn, 
Clark, if you have anything about Jill Biden, you know, maybe you want to get a, a, Bill, a Jill Biden tweet out there uh, at us, you know, with your, you know, so we can see what, what happens there, man. Let us know that we're on your side. Unless, unless, unless you agree with her and you, and you do want Kaden to show up, then then tag us so we can we can spam that. So, um, so yeah, we're here every Wednesday. And uh, so, yeah, we'll hit you all with another episode next Wednesday. So until next Wednesday, guys, I hit y'all with the deuces, man. Peace. Peace. Holla.